0: Hello, everyone. I am on here to talk to you guys about one of our affiliates, Culture of Life 1972. Culture of Life 1972 started in 2019 with a vision to design a fashion brand that celebrated all life. They care about the impact that style has on future generations. One by one, they are leading a fashion movement that protects and values life. It's simple. Fashion should be good for you. You can head over to their website, col.com. 1972.com and use our code those other girls 1972 to get 10% off of all of your purchases. They have cute clothes, jewelry, and accessories available for everyone. All right, you guys, thanks so much. Can't relate to cancel culture, hookup culture, or victim culture? Well, neither could we. We created this platform for those other girls, girls like us who want to give a different perspective from a Christian and conservative worldview. We talk about life, work, relationships, and everything in between. Let's be those other girls that don't just talk about culture, but change culture and bring back traditional values. The views expressed on this podcast are our own and do not reflect our employers. Enjoy. Hello, you were listening to Those Are The Girls with Mallory and Friends. I'm Mallory. This is a short, quick, mini episode, if you will. And I just really wanted to do a quick recap of the March for Life. For those that don't know, this past Friday, um, January 21st, I believe, yes, um, was the March for Life, and then January 22nd was the pro life summit put on by Students for Life and a few other pro life organizations. Um, came together and put forth an amazing summit. I know a lot of people have wondered how it went, and I wanted to give a quick recap and tell you guys my thoughts about many of the things that I saw as well as um what some of the next steps should be if you this was your first march and you're like fired up and excited so first thing i want to say is the march for life is an amazing experience this is hopefully fingers crossed the last year that we'll have it in where where it's more of a protest instead of a celebration I did hear people say that this will be the last year ever and I kind of hope not in the sense of like it's just great to be around so many pro life people and to it's a wonderful event we could at least do it a couple more years for celebration and then obviously if it's always if it's completely over then there's no reason to keep going I guess but the summit can definitely keep going because I'll get to that in a second why even if when Roe is overturned we'll still need to be pro-life and will still need to have a strong going pro-life community. But it is an amazing experience because it is people from all across the country. People come from California. It's in Washington DC and people come from California, from Arizona, from Louisiana, from Florida, from Wisconsin. They just come from all over the country to come together with their families or with their school or with their friends, or even some people come by themselves And they come together to be together for this amazing cause. And it's truly, it's just so much happiness and energy and excitement that you, it's hard to really explain. My first one was four years ago, which I cannot believe that. That means that my last year in college was four years ago, which is crazy to think about. Um and that was my first time and I remember going back home and just being like overwhelmed by like how kind and sweet everyone was I don't remember if it was this that march for life or the second one I went to but one of the marches for life I was like so tired I had been standing for so long because when you get there when things start sometimes if you want to get there to get kind of to the front early you get there I don't know around like (laughs) maybe around like nine or 10 ish and the march doesn't really start to like 1 1 30, 2 o'clock most times so you're kind of standing for a long time and I remember I was like so tired standing and um there was a family there that like offered the so me and my friend were both tired that offered us a sit to sit on their cooler that they had and they were just so nice and one time a lady kind of tripped or fell and everybody stopped helped her up and it's just It was just really great because sometimes you don't really see that type of things happening in humanity anymore. Um, I mean, they do, and they don't show them on TV, but the reality is things like that, at least for me, I'm not in crowds that large where those things happen often. So when it does happen, you see it on the news, and it's always negative. I'm not going to share that time where someone fell and then everybody came to rescue. We're not really going to do that because that's not really exciting. I mean, sometimes they do, but more often than not, they just show a lot of the negatives of humanity. So it's just really good to see that. It's definitely an event I would bring children to. I know that some people have asked me that um, before, if you should bring kids. And I definitely 100% um, think kids are cool. They're perfect to bring to this event. The Women's March, if you're going to protest it, or if you're going just to see, I would not bring kids to that. There's some not so good things going on with that but for this march um this it's perfect really um it's just it's so great also too for those of us that are christian a lot of the speakers are christian and they bring in that christian atmosphere and there are tons of christian and catholic um groups there people and you can just feel it's just such a it's so hard to describe the feeling of feeling safe like you feel safe it's just not that I've ever gone to a protest and feel like I'm going to be like brutally murdered or anything but I can't sit here and say I've gone to a protest and I didn't think I might get hit or something like that March for Life you don't feel that at all you just feel safe the men you know seem that they could protect even though (laughs) I know some of us can protect ourselves (laughs) girl power but anyway it's just like a really, it's a great, safe, um, exciting, exuberating environment. So that was on that Friday, and that uh, the day before though there was a prayer outside of the Supreme Court, which was great because I think it was really good to get us in the mood to like why we were there. Students for Life did it, and they had um different people come up and pray. If you guys follow um pro life guy, he prayed, and my friend Christina um she. Prayed, um, as well, and just a lot of people prayed about just going forward and how. I'm praying that the march would go well because I know a real concern for a lot of people was, even though the march has always been a a safe, great environment, what were the pro-Boards going to do this time? Because they're obviously incredibly upset. Roe will more than likely be overturned. I little segue or a little side conversation thing my um sometimes i listen to uh his name is mr atheist on youtube at least he used to be mr atheist on youtube his name is jimmy snow um he never hears this but i watch him sometimes on youtube because i just want to know what the other side are saying and um he did a whole video about how Roe was going to be overturned and how upset he was and honestly that was very encouraging to me because i was like wow even they're afraid so it's more likely going to happen. So I was concerned about what was going to happen. But the day of the march, there were virtually no protesters. By the time we got over to the Supreme Court, and we were kind of at the front. Well, we were the front, actually, um, my group and I. We were at the front. By the time we got to the front, there were no protesters. So it was just kind of like, oh, okay. The next day, there were protesters. Uh, they did like a little celeb- uh, celebration, which I think To be honest, I think it was on purpose. I think that they knew that a lot. The pro-life summit was going to be that next day, so most pro-lifers weren't going to be there. But I know that a few people, part of POW were there, which is the progressive anti-abortion uprising. I know they found out there at the Supreme Court, and then they went and um, did their thing. Which, if you do consider yourself, I was going to say if you consider yourself progressive, but honestly, like if you just consider yourself anti-abortion, I would still get to know those. they're amazing i'm friends with a lot of them i really love what they do um they just they're great and love them but anyway so they were there for that so it really was just like a really a great event at the end i stayed i was able to stay a little bit longer and there were some women who um talked about why and some women and two men went up there and talked about why they regretted their abortion and some of the stories were so moving i was like tearing up my friend was like she was beside me was like it's okay (laughs) she's repented something like that i'm like i know it's just it's so emotional hearing how much pain people were in and they didn't know why or how much pain people were in and they couldn't really talk to anybody about it because the abortion was a secret or because you're supposed to love abortion, you're not supposed to be sad that you had an abortion. So they felt like they couldn't talk to anybody about it. And it just was really sad about <clears throat> hearing their stories. It was amazing hearing some of the men's stories, hearing their perspective, because we don't hear the father's perspective often. We because men are kind of shut down in the conversation unless they agree with abortion, then they don't. Then they're told, speak up, we need you, we need you. But then, you know, Anyway, that's a whole nother conversation. Um, But it was great to hear their stories. And it was very enlightening to hear how it affects men. This one guy said that it affected him. It affected their relationship. They, like, broke up. And it just sent him in a spiral because he just felt so bad for what he had did. Because he didn't even go with her to the appointment. Um, And it was just things like that. Another couple, um, they ended up getting married. But they just kept it a secret, and then one day it just kind of, like, bursted. They spoke together. One day it just kind of, like, something happened, and they just had to start talking about it. And they said that it even affected, at the beginning, how they were raising their children in their childhood. So it's just, it's it was great to hear these testimonies of people who were able to get healing and restoration. And if you are listening and you have had an abortion, God still loves you. God, once you repent, God will forgive forgives you. You have to repent. You have to admit it. Also too, it will be amazing because it is a tough, very tough battle. It'll be great if you could go and speak with um someone in your somewhere. I will remember to link um an organization that can they'll have someone who can talk to you and do like a support group for people who have been through something similar. So I'll try to remember to link that for you guys. So, that was the actual March day. Um, The day after was the Pro-Life Summit. And the Pro-Life, oh, I'm sorry. Well, I'll talk about actually the Thursday, what I did Thursday night at the end, I guess. So, the next day was Pro-Life Summit. So, the Pro-Life Summit, honestly, I didn't realize it, but it was my first Pro-Life Summit I've ever been to. Um, As you guys know, I talk about Students for Life all the time. But the last couple of years, I've gone. I've never been to, I just went the day of the March for, I guess, because I went with other organizations, and I didn't really go with my own organization or by myself. So, this time, I went um, with those other girls, and I was able to go to the summit. So, I was able to do the breakfast, and Students for Life really does an amazing job. And my friend, a friend of the pod, she's been on the podcast, Fernanda spoke about the impact that Students for Life has had on her, in her public speaking, and her activism. And it just really is amazing. at. Um, amazing the way Students for Life has impacted people, and they really do good work, and I know that um, I maybe I'm biased because I started off with Students for Life, and they really helped me and done so much for me in my personal life. Um, when it comes to my activism, maybe I am a little biased, but I really do see them doing great and amazing things. They are truly active on all fronts. They truly work to make abortion unthinkable and illegal, and I see it. I see it, I see the people that are working for the organization, I see the students that work, the young adults like myself that do different things with their pro-life future chapters, The just all of the stuff they do, like, it, you cannot deny um, all that Students for Life has done, and it was just great to hear from some of the students talking about it, um, it was great to hear some of the students talking about it, about their experience, um, so then, after that was the actual summit and Vice President Mike Pence spoke, which was so amazing. He has been a champion for pro um a champion pro lifer for many, many years. He was the first person in Congress to issue um to issue present um, defunding Planned Parenthood, to present legislation to defund Planned Parenthood. He has been consistently pro-life his entire career. He has stood up for the pre-born and it was just so great to hear him speak. And it was like, I'm like God, I miss you so much. <laughs> I miss having a vice president you can stand behind and be excited about when his face comes on to speak. Um, <laughs> he was just such a great, such a great speaker. And it was very motivating. It got me really in and excited for the post row America. That was kind of the theme of the summit, was kind of getting prepared and being excited about a post row America. The title of the summit was All In for Life, which I also really liked too. Um, We, so after uh, Vice President Pence spoke, there were many other speakers. I'm not going to go over every single speaker that was there, but um, there was a bunch of other speakers and then they had breakout sessions. And some of the breakout sessions were talking about, um, there was one on fertility and um, contraceptives, which I think is great because when we talk about pro-life, we have to talk about some of the We have to talk about those things too. We'll do a whole episode on it. I know it's a very controversial topic, but we'll talk about that. There was uh, sessions on um, how to speak about the pro-life issue uh, to Black Americans. And we had Tony McFadden speak on that. And you guys know how much I love Tony McFadden. She also also spoke at our summit last year. Um, There was a session on um, changing minds. There was even apologetic session there was, um, a session on, um, how to, uh, get an abortion-free city. There was sessions for students who were in law school and med school. Um, and then at the end, Michael Knowles spoke as well, who personally is my favorite person at the Daily Wire. And, uh... Also, too, who closed us out was uh, Sissy Graham, who is Billy Graham's granddaughter. So it just really was, <clears throat> it really was a great summit. And you could hear from so many amazing um, speakers. And they did a lot talking about, like, Planned Parenthood and the lies that they told. They did—they tried really hard to give us some good arguments. And it was just, like, a great um, educational component to the whole weekend. Um, they also had the expo that had all of these different pro-life organizations that were, um, possibly setting, selling items, making you aware of some of their items. I found a couple of, um, different organizations that I had never heard of. And I got some cards. I also, um, saw life Dress. As You guys know, the episode right before this is actually Angelique life dress. I hope you guys got something. I actually got a really cute dress. Um, and uh it was a cute setup and it was just really exciting to see that just seeing our fellow sister be very successful and, in her business and like watching her dreams come true it was just so great to see um also there is a pro like coffee now coffee brand that hopefully um there were a few other people who are hopeful we'll, will get on the podcast in the next couple of weeks um, to talk about their organization and or to talk about um, just being pro-life in general. So it just truly was a really great summit. The last thing I want to talk about was um, the 10 Tebow Benefit Dinner with Bands for Life. That was Thursday night. Um, I Technically, if I have been going to order, we'll talk about this first. But honestly, this probably had one of the biggest impacts on me they is an organization called vans for life and i'll link it as well and what they do is they provide their goal is to provide vans for every pregnancy resource center to be outside of every or to provide vans outside of every pregnancy sorry to provide vans outside of every abortion facility they will provide the vans so that um It's easier for women if they are going into the facility. They'd be like, "Oh, well, actually, it's super convenient right here. We can get you an ultrasound because not all pregnancy resource centers are located across the street from their um, abortion facility." I know Melanie; those of you she comes on the podcast often, she discussed uh, her pregnancy resource center is literally right across the street. It's not like that at any of them in Charlotte. There's the pregnancy resource centers some of them are like 30 20 minutes away <laughs> from the abortion facilities so vans at every abortion facility actually will be perfect so what they do is they raise the money for that and they provide that and he talked about like the impact the vans had had on his um at the abortion clinic where he uh started this and the benefit dinner was great i love dressing up i love having good food and all of the decorations and meeting new people who met some people out. Hopefully will be on the podcast in the next couple of weeks, meeting people who will be on the podcast and just like, um, seeing old friends. I love that. That's so fun. It's great. Um, hearing great speakers, Tim Tebow spoke, who is a phenomenal speaker, really funny. Uh, I'm not a sports person and he kept making jokes about like him sucking at sports. I, for whatever reason, I thought he was like the, I don't know. I thought he was a way better sports person than he said, than it appeared he was from the jokes he was making. Um But yeah, so all of these, so um these things are all great. But what I really just enjoy was hearing from people who have been impacted by the Vans, people who's um decided to save their child. It was a family who they were told, I mean, it was heartbreaking. They were told that their child only lived for a couple of, of hours, but they still went through the pregnancy. Everybody prayed. They had all, all these things, and the baby died. And um, they had the baby, and the baby died. But they said they were going to go through the pregnancy because it was a life, and they had to be consistent with their pro-life beliefs and i just thought that was so strong i just i cannot imagine going through all that and losing your child I, that's crazy um but so strong so so strong and i just hearing those stories it was just great and it's just it makes you just remember that like what you're doing has an impact what you're doing really does uh it really does make a difference um so Vans for Life is an organization I really want us to start working with. I'm going to pray about how what those are the girls, what we girls can do with Vans for Life and how we can help, what we can really do to help what's possible. But I'm going to be praying about that. If you guys have ideas of some stuff we can do or anything like that, please, please, please let me know. Um, let's see. Anything else? Um, It was great meeting some of you who actually, like, faithfully listened to the podcast. That was amazing. You guys made me feel like a celebrity. That was cool. Um, Thank you so much for listening, everybody that does listen. Share with your friends. Um, We really do want this podcast to continue to grow. Like I always say, not for us. Like, not for me to feel like a celebrity, which is silly because as soon as I get home, my brother humbles me real quick. Um, But um, because... I do want that feeling that you get where you feel like you're not alone, that feeling where you get clarity on an issue. I want that feeling um that you get to be shared with thousands of other girls because I know there's other girls out there like us. We're those other girls with an S. There's thousands of us out there, but they might not have found the podcast yet. They might not feel as if they um are able to express um their pro-life beliefs and things like that, so... That's really what I want the podcast to truly be. Um, I'm trying to think of anything else to share with you guys. I really enjoyed the March for Life and that weekend. I hope that um, next year it'll be a celebration and we can still get together as the pro-life community to come together. Because like I mentioned, um, when it is overturned, when Roe is overturned, the power goes back to the state. So the states will decide whether abortion is legal or not in their state. So we're going to have to work really hard. And also, too, like we mentioned in our other episode, um, when Melanie explained some of the stuff that went on in Texas, is no matter what, people are going to continue to be pregnant. So we, pregnancy resource centers, are going to need our help more than ever. So if you um, have not already, you should go find your local pregnancy resource center and ask them how they can help. One way I know is donating. And this isn't a brag at all. It's just to make every, this is just showing like I'm putting my money where my mouth is. I don't make a lot of money, but I do try to, I am signed up to donate a specific amount every month to our local pregnancy resource center because I know that no matter what, they're going to want that. And, you know, there's people at the Vans for Life thing. He was like, yeah, at these events, typically I do $250. And I was like, $250? I would love to be able to do that. Honestly, if you say $10 a month, $15 fifteen dollars a month they'll be grateful for it and god will honor that um that's just a side note i really think that we all should really be coming familiar and more um aware of our pregnancy resource centers um but yeah so if you guys enjoy this episode once again please share it we'll be back to our regularly scheduled programming on saturday with a teacup uh saturday's offer tea Ooh, that'd be a cute t-shirt um that would be a really cute t-shirt um but yeah so if you guys have any questions please let us know bye thank you for listening to those other girls with mallory and bailey make sure you like comment and subscribe on all of your favorite podcast platforms